Blog Talk Radio. It's the Tim and Tom Show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. The Tim and Tom Show is a unique look from two guys who have lived life to the fullest and now are looking back at the celebrities, news stories, and other things in a changing world and giving you their honest reactions. The Tim and Tom Show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New of newlawoffice.com. Also brought to you by Makeup Kennedy at Facebook.com slash Makeup Kennedy and brought to you by WowFreeCam.com. It is available anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. And now we go to your host of the Tim and Tom Show. Here's TR and Tim. Take it away. Good evening, all, and welcome to another edition of the Tim and Tom Show. This is Tim coming at you from the Great White North, as always, and of course, without fail, His Majesty, His Highness, the King of Bling, the man behind just about everything, from his palace in palatial Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania, Tom Robinson. Yo, yo, yo. What up, B? Well, you know, pretty much the... Same old, same old, you know, things, some things never change, and it seems our fucked up world is one of them, so <laughs> we continue to wallow yeah. through the mud trying to figure things out, slowly but surely, I, I guess we're getting somewhere, but it's going to be a long road yet, so we just keep pointing out the ignorance to people, and hopefully someday things will get better. I got to get up early so. tomorrow. Got to get up early tomorrow, but I had a fucking dreaded nap, and now I'm back into the gym culture as well, so get all this extra vibrance. So uh, here we are. You felt like you had the added fuel to spew venom at your lessers, as it were? Yeah, yeah, I'm... I, I've completely uh, made it known for years that I'm on another level, um, and apparently that irks that irks people like that have like really shitty shows, and uh, you know, uh, oh, you mean over, overflowing latrine, overflowing latrine? Would that be? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I, you know. I mean, let's be honest, big, big stars like yourself, you don't really get involved in these petty altercations. That's for your people do that for you. You don't really get involved. I mean, you're above these things. You have better things to do. Yeah, I mean, I I just block uh, people lesser than me, and uh, apparently they attack the show when I'm not even involved. So, funny how that works. No. I kind of thought it was sort of a useful thing to know that I could cause narcolepsy. Is well, I don't know. I think I could probably put that to some positive use somewhere along the line. So we got that going well, for I me mean, now, which is pretty good. I mean, uh, maybe maybe you thought that you and Nate, or you know, I, I maybe I'm included. I don't know. I, I'm just you know third party looking at the show page and uh, 
it, it, it could mean a compliment that, you know, my, my right hand could put somebody to sleep or maybe a chokehold or something like that. I don't know. Or maybe one of you two guys. Well, everyone went down that road. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, all right. I'm sure that's exactly what he meant, being the nice fellow that he is. Well, maybe it's a it's a compliment. I don't know. Could be. Like I said, I mean, we've heard, I've heard from bigger stars than us. I mean, there aren't many. But they do all recommend that you just leave that pettiness to the to the peons, as it were. And, you know, if your fans want to fight those fights, you, you sort of let them. Because, you, you know, what can you do? But it's not really worth getting involved in from a... From a star point of view, we got we've got all got better things to do. We got to go make the bling. Got money to make, better things to do than fight with other podcasts about nothingness. So anyway, on that yeah, note, actually, actually cashed a uh, cashed a little something something in uh, my hometown you know, post office today. Yeah, a little, that's true. little cash, about from, that. little cash from the show. That uh, actually a. Uh, a member of uh, just about every of the uh, fighting, I guess, fighting shows. I don't know. I'm not fighting anybody, but um, uh, the community of shows of uh, the wacky world of pro wrestling and our show and everything else, uh, Jamie Ward was there working as I was uh, cashing in some some uh, earnings from podcasting. Um because I take myself way too seriously to make money. What a thought. Making money uh, for being entertaining to 21 countries, 23 countries, 25 countries, whatever. Uh, Whatever. But anyway. Seems like uh, every night there's been a new one the last week. I think we've we've added like, seems like every time I go check, there's another one lit up. It's awesome. Power to light man, I don't partake in the soccer thing, but uh, I think that has something to do with an international audience. I mean, it is the biggest sport in the world, and uh, since well, you guys been covering it, we've been picking up more countries than ever. I don't know, but uh, the, the name T.R. Shock sends, uh, sends whispers across the universe, baby. Don't don't think it doesn't. People know that name. I don't know. I, I don't know nothing about the soccer. I'm, I mean, not, I'm prob- not on any You of have probably made it on more bootleg wrestling tapes to European countries than you would ever stop to think about. You know, whatever the Walmart of Czechoslovakia is, there's probably a probably a really poorly produced DVD there, and you're on it. So I just, I yeah, just know European that... European uh, cult following. I just know that when they were, Angry Billy was uh, doing his thing, um... When I when I when I told people that I was on another level, that really made him run his head against the wall. So that may be my moniker for from now for a little while, just to just to fuck with people. I like it. It works for me. Yeah. So anyway, but anyway, I'm gonna go with this first story. We'll go through a couple stories here, and then we'll go to our big pull of of uh, which I mentioned on the show. Uh, Briefing was uh, we're going to go do a little behind the curtain peek at the world of Tom Robinson and Big Brother, but we'll we'll wipe out a couple of stories here first, and then we'll go to Big Brother, and then we'll see where that takes us. Um, when I saw this story, Tom, I really did think of you. 
And then I thought it would probably be not be something I would do, but it would be something I would say. Where a uh, 69-year-old man pulled over in Indiana uh, for uh, bumping into a, He's uh, in the drive-thru at a McDonald's. And he keeps bumping into the car in front of him. And, now, uh, as, so as you cops, explain this story, as you explain this story to me, I gotta, I gotta stop you in the in, after like every statement, just so I can sure. see why it reminded reminded you of me. Sixty nine year old. Okay, well, no, sixty nine year old. Okay, but maybe I was thinking maybe because I'm such an international continental lover, I'll take that moniker too. Um, sixty nine <laughs> position, so that's not. The okay, fair enough. McDonald's. McDonald's drive-through, which uh, you know I had a uh, penchant for fast food at one point. Now I'm on the gym uh, uh, regimen where I'm trying to eat better. So I, yeah, I guess that's not it. Go ahead. I'll let you. I'll let yeah, you go. Yeah. Okay. What's McDonald's either? So now he uh, he pulls out of the drive-through, and the uh, police pull him over. Um, he doesn't have a valid license. So now that's, the trouble that's starts. That's happened once or twice. Um, okay, this is still not where I was equating it with you, but fair enough. Okay. Um, uh, actually, he, he volunteered that he didn't have a uh, valid driver's license. Uh, cops see he's got man. a bottle of cops see he's got a bottle of booze, passenger seat. <laughs> um, he tells that's happened. But this okay, now this is the part that reminded me of you. They tell him, well, we're probably going to have to charge you with drinking and driving. To where Mr. Stevens, in all of his glory, looks cop right in the eye and says, well, I vehemently deny drinking and driving. Uh, Sir, I mean, sir, you're obviously intoxicated. You're behind the wheel. The bottle is right here in the front seat. And he says, well, that's all true. But I can guarantee you that I did not take one drink while driving. I took them all when I either had the brakes on or was stopped at lights. He has a point. So now, one has to wonder, does <laughs> that technically not count as drinking and driving? Driving while yes. intoxicated, yes. Driving under but the influence. That, but I think that has to go right up there with our much talked about um, that cocaine in that purse wasn't mine defense. Because yeah. it went through the car window. Yeah. It just uh, it just magically appeared in her pocketbook. Is that, yeah. is that where it ended I don't up? Know I don't out there. What's that? Is that where it ended up? I forget. Did it end up in her pocket? Yeah, it, it not only blew in the window, but it actually ended up into her, into her closed purse somehow in the baggie. Not quite sure how that happened, but that is some kind of luck. But... <laughs> yeah, no kidding, eh? But to make a short story even shorter, Mr. Stevens uh, was taken into custody and uh, on the breathalyzer test blew a stunning point one five three. That ain't that bad, actually. No, it's it's twice, the second tier. twice the legal limit, though. So, pretty safely in the intoxicated area. Yeah. Just if I say, 
uh, Mr. Stevens will be probably attending some type of uh, rehab outpatient program and probably a little time served. But I think that was a clever, uh, for me, that's a really clever statement, though. And very logical when you're drunk, probably. Yeah, uh, he definitely, they need to, I don't, you know, I'd have to, uh, you know, uh, Google it or whatever to to see if drinking and driving is still a quote-unquote charge. Um, because he certainly, uh, if he's telling the truth, was not guilty of that. Driving under the influence, his uh, breathalyzer proved uh, by the legal limit. Yeah, one, hey, yeah, one put it down, man. How, drink it at the lights. Yeah, I, I never, I never drank once while driving. I paid attention and all the rest. I only drank when I, when the vehicle wasn't moving. So they caught him at a McDonald's drive-through. Yeah, when well, he kept bumping into the woman in front of him, because he wasn't yes. well, obviously twice the legal limit. So he kept bump, kept bumping her, bumping her, and. She phoned a cop. Was it intentional or was he like nodding out? I, I don't know. I didn't say. I was curious. Like, the thing that I thought would have been more interesting is what he ordered at McDonald's, but they didn't mention that. Because he's usually right. drunk. But how many times have you been behind a woman sober or a man or anybody and they're just fucking hanging and you can't even get up to the fucking speaker to order your McNuggets or whatever your your choice is. He might have just been really uh, hungry and was just trying to fucking get the show moving. You know, come yeah, on, bitch. because I'm, I'm sometimes they just fucking forget they're in a goddamn line and people are behind them. The the car in front of them is already up to the to the collect position of the second uh, window where they get their items that they purchased. And, uh, you know, the car in front of you that should be right behind them is, like, hanging where you can't even get your uh, mug out the window and order properly. Because let's be I honest. I think this man's are... is, is this from the United States? Oh, of course. I think uh, Indiana. Considering he, considering he had the courtesy to uh, not drink and drive only on the, the stoplights and so forth, and... He he took action to to these uh, un-American people that just sit there and bumped her to give her a nice little polite gesture, get the fuck out of the way instead of, you know, attacking her. I think he's an American hero other than the, the slight <laughs> give him a slap on her wrist. For, so that's know. why I want to hear the order, because if the order has filet of fish in it, then he was drunk. Because mm. there's yeah. no way you can eat one of them. Pretty much, yeah. but if he just you know if he wanted you know three Big Macs and six fries and you know the typical drunk man order, you know enough food for a fucking family, nuggets, lots of nuggets and fries. And he was just he's harmless. You know, I don't know if, if you get this. I don't know if you get this up there, but McDonald's workers, you know, God bless them, they don't make that much money, but. Can you just be fucking honest? Like, uh, like I said, I don't know if this goes on up there, but one thing everybody likes is a McDonald's shake. You know, pretty universal if they clean out the machine and everything. Um, it's a tasty treat, and Indeed. when you order it, when you order it, fifty percent of the McDonald's, fifty percent of the time, if it, especially if it's night shift. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Our shake machine's broke. Get the fuck out of here. You just don't want to make shakes, you fucker. 
We know you don't want to make shakes. Just say we don't want to make shakes tonight. Sorry. Dude, I respect you more. Yeah. I mean, come on. And we shake and probably more to the point is we didn't think we were going to sell any because it wasn't that hot out or whatever, and we cleaned the machine. And we really don't yeah, want to get it dirty wanna... again for one shake. Right. That's really right. what it's about. But, but, it, but I, I get it. But Tell the truth. But the I mean, people, it, I'd rather hear that. I would laugh at that and go, you know what? Forget the shake then. No problem. I feel your pain. We've all the been there. That, in the event that the actual shake machine is down, in all these occasions that I've heard it, and it's been heard throughout the universe from yeah, McDonald's workers. In the event that that's happened and there's truth in the, in, the, in the universe still, then there should be an entrepreneur who specializes in fixing McDonald's shake machines. Because he would be on call 24-7 and make a boatload of dough. I'd be like, really? No problem. I just happen to be in the shake machine repair industry. Repair business. So, Phone your owner or general. Get your manager yep. over here. I'll have that bitch yeah, up and I'm running gonna, in ten. Yep, and and you know we can get we can get these shakes you know pumping out like hotcakes. No pun. I look at it this way. Um, I won't say that there aren't a few unsuccessful McDonald's franchises in the world because there probably are, but genuinely speaking, no. those bitches are a license to print money. There's no reason yeah. why a McDonald's should not have a functioning shake machine. Unless the bitch, unless yeah, it broke like an hour ago. It doesn't often happen in the day. Yeah, but. Maybe they might them night shift beggars or lazy beggars, maybe. Yeah. Don't know. I'll have to have a look into that. Because I know that's Here, a. Anger. If you ever want to have a good, a good laugh, the Wendy's. Restaurant Twitter account is a beaut, and that's one of the things they're always. Anytime McDonald's comes out with any kind of a tweet about anything about how much better they are than anybody else, that's what Wendy's hits them with. Except for those unreliable milkshake machines, it's almost their comeback for everything, which is hilarious because it's true. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, 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 we, well, we picked apart one of the largest businesses in the world. I feel pretty good about that. Um, there's there's still going to be a bumper on all the fucking networks we're on because our show's so popular. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Piers Morgan. You know him, that fat British git who is on CNN, I believe, or has a talk show somewhere. Um, but he's fairly yeah, I'm a little love. Fellow. I'm a little love hate with him. Sometimes I want to slap him in the face, and other times he makes yeah. He kind of cool. he kind of flips both ways, but he tends to be more of a Republican than a than a, a Democrat. But anyway, not that this not that this really has much to do with that, and really, in my opinion. But let's see what you seem think about this. He had a, a, a feminist guest on his show yesterday, who presented the opinion that the uh, construction. Wolf whistle, you know, when somebody walks by and the construction guys give the old, hey, baby, that this, in fact, should be banned and should be made into a crime. (laughs) I'm I'm not kidding. Debate raged when guest Martin Dobney, whoever he is, and Rebecca Reed, who is the feminist involved, acknowledges that it is a hate crime against the women. Let me interrupt. 
Uh, is there any pictures of the chick? Uh, yeah, and she's exactly what you would expect. Um, <laughs> never, never had a whistle in her life, then, right? Uh, I'm gonna guess, unless she was a, a thinner girl at some point in her life, probably not. Oh boy, she's gonna have a new net Netflix special called Fat Net or whatever, uh, you know, uh, 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 whatever. A man told me I was attractive and it ruined my life. Yeah. I'm afraid of every man. It's funny because Pierce is like, the look on his face is like, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? This is a joke, right? And she's like, you know, fuck no, I'm like fucking dead serious. This is a problem and you can't begin to imagine the daily struggle of the average female is she is sexually exploited throughout her day. <laughs> no, I've yeah. never heard anything fucking dumber than that. Well, now, yeah, a woman she's pretty. I get it. Is now sexual exploitation. There's always that. Remember the old beefsteak rye commercial? Uh, I don't think we have that up here, so I'm gonna have to go with no on that one. It featured construction workers, but uh, uh, it really had nothing to do with this. So I don't even know why I brought it up. But anyway, uh, it showed them on break and stuff, and it is—it's almost like a, a time-honored tradition on lunch break when you see a beautiful woman. I mean, I—I I personally would not partake in that. I mean, uh, I wouldn't either. You're six floors up on a building and somebody walks by and you whistle at them. Now, you should go to jail for that. Really? Yeah, I mean, come on. Come on. And this is where it Joe gets weird for me. Joe Cocker should be imprisoned while he's dead, but his spirit should be imprisoned for, for, well, we'll for singing You Are So Beautiful. To me? You see? Can't you exactly. see? Exactly. I mean... Yeah, it's a different interpretation of the same meaning. So he, so he went at it the way I would have went at it. He said, "Well, what about women who whistle at men on the red carpet?" Happens all the time in Hollywood. Uh, you know, Brad Pitt gets out on the red carpet and uh, women hoot and holler. Her response was this, which I don't, not quite sure that I even understand. As a woman, you have this awareness: you are less physically strong than every second person in the world. If someone is being threatening to you, it's frightening because you know you'll come out of that tussle a loser. What the fuck? What does that have to do with women whistling at men? Is she saying that a man could go over and punch a woman in the face if she does it? I guess. Chris Brown, maybe. Ray Rice? I don't know. Um, he He... he you know, he and he said, "Well, what is so criminal about a woman's a man saying, hey, love you, you, you look lovely today.' What's criminal about that?" And he and of course her argument is the typical liberal argument: you're trying to downplay the act. It's degrading. Degrading. Uh, listen, if uh, the. You know, there there is always that one guy who might go a little too far. Um, 
but he's he's the creepy one, and that's known by the hard hat wearing guys that want to push him off a beam anyway. I mean, there's a creeper at every, okay, every crowd. Yeah, and I will I will get on board then. It's one thing to cat to whistle. Well, we call it cat call here, but you whistle and go, "Hey, baby, you look nice tonight today," and that's it. Now, if the next word out is, "Hey, why don't you come up here and suck my cock?" All right, now you've crossed the line into somewhere else. Now, I'm not necessarily yeah. saying that should send you to jail either, but now you've went somewhere different with it, where you have are somewhat initiating something else there, and that that to me is not cool anymore. But good God, if you can't if you can't tell a woman she looks pretty, if if women in the world are so fragile that being told they're pretty is degrading to them, holy fuck, we got some problems. How are, there, how, are there uh, any, how are there any babies being born? They're not. I mean, they're they're they're, they're not. I mean, uh, these these stories we find are just like the minority of minority of minorities. They just uh, they know it'll catch fire because you know uh, the millennials well, he, and he, others. Yeah, think to finish it off. To, yeah. And you're you're looking at it the same sort of way he is, and you would have got there in a minute. He summed it up by saying, look, I have nothing against feminism. I have nothing against women being protected. But you guys pick the most trivial shit you can find. And that's what you get excited about because you know it pisses people off. Instead of worrying about legitimate female abuse like arranged marriages and shit like that, where that you should be. You know, that's something that we can probably all get on board on and actually should do something about, as opposed to you being told in a bar that you're pretty. I had the worst day today. Somebody told me I was pretty. I'm just a fucking wreck. Uh, no, that's most women I know love to be told they're pretty. In fact, uh, I don't know. I don't know a woman who doesn't like to be told she's pretty. It's selective. So, you get you get Channing Tatum, Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt, George Clooney sitting up on that beam. Young yeah, and she'd have been she'd have been shaking the boys out of if that had been the case. Uh, it, it ain't so offensive <laughs> then, you fucking cunt. Yeah, no, that's Nothing. true. You are Except true, and that. And that leads us into another story that I told you about a couple of days ago, so I know you know a bit about this one. And this one just kills us both because um, we love it when they fight amongst themselves. Uh, lesbian activists block Pride Parade in London March to protest against trans women. I'm trying to process this one. Lesbians block... So lesbian activists blocked the Pride Parade in protest against trans women. That's what I said. said, Okay, what what exactly is the problem there? It's gay pride. So correct. The female originators, like uh, I guess I don't know the origin of it, but it's been around like twenty or thirty years or some shit. Um, There's male homosexuals. Female homosexuals. Before there was LGBT fucking A B C D E, there was just uh, uh, dudes that like the cock and chicks that like the beef. 
So now they got every other fucking uh, whatever sex thing you are. Uh, and pedophiles will be included soon when people say that they can't help it either. Not, you know, not that soon, but we're heading in that direction. But, we'll get there. Uh, so just to, just to get this straight, the lesbians who who are, I guess, fifty percent of the of this whole gala event Maybe. in every city, the Pride Parade, protested against their own parade. Correct. But 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 particularly against trans women. You want to hear the logic? Okay. Yeah. This is the logic. The logic is, and this to me this this defeats the entire debate. A woman is always a woman. So a trans woman cannot be a lesbian because you are in fact not a woman. I guess really that means dude. a man that goes to become a female, right? Correct. So Sometimes you I can get, get the sex. I get behind you. can get here. the sex change if you want. You can identify as a woman if you want, but you can't be a lesbian because lesbians are women who love women, not transsexual men. Which, in my Hello. thinking, is basically is basically les- <laughs> lesbians gay. saying then that the, the trans movement is is bullshit, isn't real. Yeah, right. You That's know, how I take that. I mean, wait, what? I don't. I mean, I don't know whose side I'm on. I just. Uh, I mean, I might <laughs> well, say- I'm not sure whose side I'm on either. But I take that to mean that they are saying that they do not recognize. Transsexuals as being legitimate. Next thing, because if you are a, if you are a man who has become a woman or are now a woman, you're you can't be a lesbian now. Like it's crazy, of course, but so give it give it two months and the fucking the dykes will be wearing uh, maga hats. Yeah, well they're going to like aren't they kind of like battling the wrong opponent here to their softball they games shouting, they were shouting out a man who says he's a lesbian is a rapist now I, uh, <laughs> I don't know how the hell you make that connection either lesbianism equals female homosexuals I don't understand any of this alright their flyer states that the trans movement coerces lesbians to have sex with men. We firmly condemn this vicious form of anti-lesbianism disguised as progress. So in their their minds, trans men are becoming women just to have sex with lesbians, but aren't really lesbians. Don't work for me. Anyway, um, no, uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. I, I just don't know. It's, I'm confused. Um, and that's, they go that's on what I always say, say. I always say to people, don't ahead. bring your fucking kids to this idiotic parade of fucking freaks. Yeah. Well, we'll get there because I got another story about that. Um, she continued to say that only a woman can be a lesbian. A man who has surgery can never be a lesbian. So it's okay, so so is it okay to, it's okay to become a tra- to go trans 
but you can't be gay if you go trans. Transunion fucked up my credit, but I, I don't know what that has to do with the story. Well, but, who knows, but... Anyway. Um, we don't <laughs> We don't want any kind of penises in our bedrooms. I'm sad that I have to reassert this over and over. <laughs> I just don't... I would think that you're, if your biggest worry in life as a lesbian is that you're getting it on with a trans man. Wow. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Something's very wrong with this story, and I'm not sure what. But this it, an, it's pretty it bad. It seems like the easiest story to goof on, but I, it's just so fucking confusing and in a weird way satisfying about all these outraged, uh, the, the outraged that aren't really outraged, but they think they're supposed to be, they're fucking scrambling. They don't know what well, to do now. And here's the funny part for me. They're going to get rid of that story if, if they can, because they they don't know who to be outraged on which side. This is the funniest part, is then when Owen asked for comment, the Gay Pride Parade says, well, we do not condone this approach and message. And we don't think that the actions of a small number of the society should overshadow the messages of the greater. Well, now are you just did you just not that's, condone that's your the own lesbians? movement? Yeah, did you just not condone your whole movement? Society well, shouldn't bend civil... over for society shouldn't bend and break for a few people. So should <laughs> yeah, you miss you misspoke there. It ain't bending over for nobody. But uh... <laughs> no, I guess not. This was the pride parade. This wasn't just the lesbians. This was everyone. Well, we shouldn't take the we shouldn't take the message of a few, of the lesbians as being they're just a small percentage of the of the LGBTQ community. So we shouldn't really listen to them. All but right. The well, doesn't letter. that so doesn't that go though to a further that society as a whole? Okay, gay people are what I believe at last count was three to four percent of the population. So why should we listen to them? They're just a small number I, of the bigger group. It's kind, of I, uh, it's kind of a dumb thing to say. That's all. So I'm not saying that gay so, people don't have the so right to a, exist because they do. Alex Jones will tell you there's going to be a civil war. Um, and I think there's going to be a silver, civil, uh, civil war amongst lesbians. And I think something will happen. The parent group came out with a statement that they don't uh, necessarily condone the actions of their pride parade stopping group about chicks with dicks. So this is a uh, just grab your popcorn. Well, I mean, if we're all going to try to get along, I mean, is this just is this infighting inside of the LGBTQ community because the lesbians are feeling like the the trans movement is getting too much of the headlines or or that they're the flavor of the of the week as I like to call it because they're the ones that seem to be the uh, they're the ones getting the press and all that and the lesbians are just PO'd that they've been pushed to the back burner so to speak or is there something really more God. to it I, I don't know yeah I'm um, not sure I want to know either but this one has me <laughs> fucking befuddled it's a strange story, so I'm gonna follow. Well, I'm gonna follow this well, one. There was one thing. There was one thing. There was one thing that was said. 
they don't want. I think you said they that they said they don't want a penis anywhere near their bedroom. Correct. Uh, okay, let's inspect your house's uh, butch, uh, as affectionately call as we'll affectionately call one of these lesbians. Uh, let's in, let's inspect your bedroom there, Butch, and see if there's nothing shaped like a penis there in that in that uh, <laughs> humble abode. Oh well, of I'm yours. gonna guess that there probably is, but uh, you know that doesn't count, right? It's got no hole. No, in that's, that's just that's, a, that's just, just a shape. fake penis. I yeah. uh, there. I, I'm not sure. Like I said, I, I, I legitimately, this is, this goes right back to the whole, um, with the sexual assault thing. I legitimately for feel for anyone who feels that they're lost or aren't what they think they should be and any of all that stuff. Cause I have no idea where you're coming from, but I legitimately feel for you. If you feel you're not right in your own skin, so to speak. Um, but that being said, I just don't know where the line is. I don't even know if there's a line. I don't know what to take seriously, what not to take seriously. Um, I don't know how many people uh, use it as an excuse for other things. And you know, I'm a bit of a misfit and I'm fucking in trouble and all. You know, like kids used to use, uh, you know, kids used to use drugs the same way. You know, well, if you were a messed up kid, all you had to do was go smoke, get caught smoking a joint back when I was a kid. And that, oh, well, he's a troubled soul. He's not really responsible for all the dumb shit he, <laughs> that he's been doing. And it's, I won't say it's exactly the same thing, but I, I don't know if it's just something people turn to because they don't know where else to turn, I guess. I'm not really, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, I mean... If I was in prison, I might start looking at some asses. But wait a minute. Let's go to another story. I'm I'm giving up too much uh, intel here. It's getting late. I'm trying to find the... Because uh, uh, it's a right along the... I just... Uh, I didn't save the story. I'm just trying to find it. Uh, um, you know it was along sucks. the same... What's you know that? It really sucks. The My ex used to, but anyway... Uh, the, yeah, uh, mine too. But the, 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 the deceased, uh, the deceased honorable country singer, who this thing started, the, the Pride Parade started, Charlie Pride. He never would have expected all this kind of stuff happening in his honor. Charlie Pride. Charlie Is Pride. It? Yeah, the Pride well, Parade. He was, he was pretty much about you know kissing an angel good morning, right? That's what he was. Yeah, that guy seems to have a real fascination with chandeliers too, for some reason. And he would have—he—he's rolling over in his grave now that they have the pride parade having lesbians against trannies. Is Charlie even dead? I think he's dead, isn't he? I'm not sure. I don't know. I've missed. He might be right. Before, uh, I haven't heard his name mentioned in a while, so you, you might be right. Uh, if not, he, he will be soon. Yeah, still kicking. Eighty years old. You go, Charlie. Now, now here's a, here what's going off the just going off the beaten path here for a moment. Charlie Pride, 
80 years old, been an entertainer for how long? 50 years. 60. Who? Charlie Pratt. Right? I heard that, but Tom. I didn't hear the second part. Okay, so been an entertainer for 50, 60 years at least. Maybe not. At least that I thought it was anyway. a question. I was going to guess that. No, yeah. no, no. Just throwing it out there. He's only worth $3 million. Charlie must have uh, some ex-wives Charlie must have some ex-wives in his uh, in his background. Yeah, they tend to they tend to fuck a lot of shit up. Uh, ask Shady McCoy. Well, if you ever have to look for a place where a lot of money went real quick, that's the first question I have. How many wives have exes have you had, especially in the United States, where which to throw another uh, wrinkle into it, I see that Kevin Garnett's wife has filed for divorce. And Kevin's thinking about coming back and playing for the Lakers because he's going to need another check pretty soon. Jesus. I made up That's the Lakers. That's favorite but... player. Yeah, well, he got uh, his wife of 14 years. Got two kids. You know, he's going to get hammered. Whatever he does have, he isn't going to have for long. Going for spousal support and child support. You know, he's He's doomed. Uh, doomed he is doomed and I don't know the circumstances so I can't say whether he has brought some of it upon himself as sometimes they do Um, but uh, yeah so going from that last trans thing how do you feel about this back to your your country Uh, state of Ohio Parents of a transgender teen who has not had the surgery. So when they say transgender, they just mean um, he's got a big identifies, old identifies as the opposite. Right. Um, they they filed to went to court to have their daughter's name changed to Elliot because she identifies as a boy. All right. Same family. So, they get into court, and the judge, um, for me, in a, in, a, in a rare moment of sanity for a judge, says, no way in hell. And the reason is this. You're not old enough at 15, I believe. You don't know what you want. And in a year, you might think this is the dumbest thing you ever did. So I'll tell you what. I'm not telling you I'm against it. I just tell you I won't do it. I won't allow you to do it until you are 18 years old. Then you can do whatever you want. But until then, nope. So now his parents are, of course, or her parents are, of course, going to appeal and are contemplating legal action against the judge. Uh. Now, I would think, and I I would think if if you actually believe that your child, or if it's yourself, if you're the individual, if you actually believe that all this is true, then you should undergo the therapy and the whole nine yards 
and then we'll recognize you as whatever you are when that's all finished. But this identifying as stuff, um, I don't see why it requires you to change your name or anything else for that matter. I have to be honest, and you can, you'll can you probably laugh at this, I have a very feminine side for a male. I've never ever occurred to me to go and change my name, you know, or anything else. I mean, some people are, you just are what you are, right? Why Why does it involve the genitalia is what I'm getting at. Can't you just be a different girl? So you're not into girly things. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean you're a dude. Uh, so this is only one kid. This is just one kid. And he's like, he said, I'm not against, I'm not against you changing your name. Says, I'm, I, I just don't think that at your age, this is what you should, that, that I should uh, make this that easy for you. That you just come into court, royal into court and go, well, I identify as a girl, change, let me change my name. No, you don't always get what you want. You got to pay, if you really want this and it is actually what you think you are or are, then you should uh, be willing to pay the price to get that. 18, I, uh, you know, I think that's even too fucking young, but uh, is it 18 to smoke cigarettes and shit like that? I don't know. I don't know if that's different in here it is. I'm not sure what it is uh, state to state, though. Uh, it's 18, you know, in the Army and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah keep it consistent. Yeah, I'm going to figure if you're old enough to if we're if you're old enough that we can put you in the army and somebody can try to kill you, you're old enough to yeah. know what what name you want to go by. Yeah, I mean, uh, bravo to the judge. He's going to get like fucking his balls busted by uh, you know fat chicks yeah, with he's take some shit that for have that. nothing to do with the situation and whatever. But, yeah, this for him this was not about. It had nothing to do with whether he agreed with the. Transsexual thing or not He didn't care about that at all That had nothing to do with his reason for um, For not letting them It was just he didn't think you're not old enough And you haven't you haven't been old enough Long enough to actually have thought this through To what this may or may not Do to you for the rest of your life Because I don't know has anybody I, I would have to look has anybody ever switched back has anyone ever switched and, and, and found out that the switch was the dumbest thing they ever did and switched back and how much trouble that probably was to go through? Cause you want to take I don't know. From, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, I I mean, I, to be honest, I think he was doing what a judge is supposed to do. And that is he's supposed to look out, of the, look out for the best interests of the parties involved in whatever case he's dealing with. And... Like I said, I don't see what the big deal would be for you to wait. You can, I mean, you can be, you can go by any name you want to. You just can't do it legally. You, know, you can't change your ID, but Jesus, you can tell everybody you want to be called whatever, and most people would probably do it anyway. So I don't really see that as being that big a deal. Myself. Well, in 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 a related story that I can I can personally relate to. And uh, when I was 15, I identified as a breakdancer. And it was Judge Reinhold, 
I believe, Judge Reinhold. He uh, he told me basically the same thing. Um, wait till I'm 18 and still and see if I'm still busting moves. And uh, didn't allow me to change my name to Turbo. So, thank you, Judge Reinhold. And yeah, uh, I mean, what a what a smart individual Judge Reinhold turned out to be. Yeah. So I Even hope after that. Some of those later decisions he made in regards to his career were were not the best. No, I didn't follow his career after he came out, and I said, "Your Honor." Your Honor. Eddie Murphy wasn't in the court. Yeah. Ah, these fucking people. Those guys. Judge Reinhold, what a career. Made a living out of yep. a goof. The big old lovable goof. Don't recall the last time I saw him in a, any entertainment type thing. Uh, of course, well known for, well known for, uh, of course, Fast Times at Ridgemont. Beating off. And uh, yeah, uh, being caught by the, and the, her name escapes me at this moment. Phoebe uh, Cates. Phoebe Cates, the most. One of, if you were anywhere near our age, we all know the red bathing suit moment, or moments that uh, we've all seen and rewound on the old VCR. Um, yeah, what a woman! Yeah, yep. well, of course, also well known for Beverly Hills Cop. If you're a little older, but after that, you know, I can't really. I got nothing after Beverly Hills Cop Two. I don't even know if he was in number three. Number three was such a train wreck. Speaking of, yeah, that, okay, here's a here's a story that is not really a story, but I want your take on it. See, we're all sometimes talking about political correctness and all that, and we'll segue out of that out of this story into your big brother arena. Um, I saw an ad today just before we went on the air, actually, of uh, a fucking ad for the reboot of Magnum PI. Okay. The, telev- the television show. And I'm going, all right. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm not really that fond of the reboots, but I guess it's been, you know, Christ, what, I don't know, 35 years since Magnum P.I. was relevant on television. So there's all kinds of people out there that really don't know anything about that. Uh, So the commercial starts. Uh, What nationality do you think Magnum P.I. is in the new movie or the new TV show? Transgender black. Well, that'd make more sense. He's Latino. Okay. Latino PI. Mag- you sure it isn't Magnum Poppy? <laughs> that would have been. See, now that would have taken some skill. That would have been an original right. idea that I would have. I'd have applauded that. But basically, right. we've taken Magnum PI. Uh, we changed the uh, we changed Magnum from the stereotypical, you know, college quarterback, marine white pasty white boy stud to a Latino guy. Not that I got anything against Latinos. Armando Martinez knows this, um, but they never changed anybody else in the show. The other guy's still black. Rick's still a pasty faced white boy. You know, all the all the lesser characters stayed exactly the same, but Magnum PI is a Latino. I'm just like. Does it matter? Okay. Does it a? Does it really matter at all? 
Is it stupid? Is it lazy? Who cares? Does he wear a Detroit Tigers hat still? Not that I saw. So I'm not well. He would make more sense now. After Miguel Cabrera had a triple or what do you call a triple crown several years ago. I mean, it would be a reach. Miguel Cabrera fan. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but you have a mustache either. I don't mind if they. I don't mind the like the reboot. Okay. I mean, if you saw the originals, usually the uh, the reboots never live up to the originals because, of course, you saw the originals first. Very rarely is something made better the second time around. But I don't mind if they do it and they at least try to make it different. Like, I'm not sure what the storyline is going to be if if uh, he somehow has this, if they're going to try to pass it by that he has this job for this short little midget British dude who may or may not be the rich guy. It turns out, I believe, in the end of Magna P.I. that he is, in fact, uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is in the show, but that you never, ever see. But that's actually him, of course. He's what, Higgins, I think he was in the show? I didn't watch it that often. No, he didn't watch it that often. Anyways, I mean, my point being is if you're going to make a new story and and keep the character but make a new story, that I'm okay with because that's at least not lazy. But if you're just going to put new people in the slots and and go, okay, well, here's Magnum P.I., except it's set in 2018, I'm not sure I really care. Probably somebody who just all fucked up who pitched the show and, and, and confused chips with Magnum B.I. Well, they re, they redid, uh, well, they did a movie of chips. Yeah, Dax Shepard, that dope. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? He was funny when Hold he was up. a drunk, and then he got fucking sober, and now he sucks at everything. Yeah, he got, he got married, and Kristen Bell has him by the fucking short and curlies, and he does what he's told. Because he likes Weird. that little blonde piece. Yeah. All right. So, so we don't care about some Magnum PI. We don't really care about one way or the other. Fair enough. So let's talk. No, about uh, let's talk about you. No, 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 not yet. I mean, there's. Well, what do you mean not unless yet? Unless you have others for show? after. Well, I, I mean, do you have something for so after? Because well, I gave you a couple well, we're stories. Gonna, well, we'll see where this. We'll see where this goes. We can. There's lots of things we can talk about, sure. Because I mean, Stormy Daniels is in the news. Uh, yeah. yeah, but she I got sent off. That. <laughs> she got off and well. so did they. Yeah, exactly. But um, that you know, this is a, a rare case where I'm, I'm pro Stormy here because. Uh, well, you according know, to the was, law, yeah, according to the law, she was not in the wrong. She didn't break any laws. Well, I, I don't even, I don't even well, know she, if there is a law, a law, but there is. I didn't even. There is a, a guest, but a but they do not apply to guest dancers. You have to be a full-time employee of that bar or strip club or wherever the hell you're performing at. She is not. She was just a guest. So, therefore, the law does not apply to her. So, her motorboating a bunch of cops, while maybe not the smartest fucking move, not illegal. No, I mean, if you're feature dancing and you're making a, a, 
No, one would argue that Stormy Daniels would be well aware of what the laws were involving stripping, seeing as she's been doing it for however long. That's a uh, slippery slope as a former bouncer at a a couple of adult places. But technically, from what I read, she had not really violated any law. So they had no right to arrest her. So, He's basically not allowed to fucking prostitute, and that's it. I mean, uh, I don't know what the law says, but, you know, you'd have to be a real, you know, the, there are certain laws and certain in jobs there are certain uh, rules that are only enforced if somebody's got it out for you. Like, you know, I was, you what know, I was about, to, was about to say was that the next argument was that if this is in fact a law, um, why is this the first time in our coon's age that anybody's bothered to charge anybody with yeah. it? Oh, yeah, you've targeted yeah. her because she's Stormy Daniels and the Trump connection and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that I didn't mean. wash either, apparently, so. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you're allowed to put your titties and, and collect money and all that shit, and you're allowed well, all arrest, that shit. If you arrested every every stripper or dancer in America who... Who got whose tits got too close to a guy's face for a couple of bucks? You'd have a full-time crew uh, processing prostitutes or strippers or whatever. You would need a whole crew of people to deal with those charges because they'd be coming in day after yeah, day after whole... day after day after day. They would never stop. And that's the whole premise of uh, you know the private dance where they make extra money and, and, you know, who knows what goes on back there. I certainly would. I have never been able to justify, and I'm not necessarily for any of that stuff, but I have never figured out why it's okay for Tom Robinson to go pick up Girl A, buy her a bunch of drinks, take her to a flick maybe, buy her dinner, and then bang her, that that's okay. But it's not okay for Tom Robinson and said woman who is who is uh, uh, on board with this. Here's fifty bucks. Can I bang you? I've never understood why that mattered. I don't know why Tom Robinson's involved in all this uh, paying for pussy, but well, I had to. Uh, it can be fine. It's it's Tim. Why Tim? Why why Tim can't go and pay for sex if they, if that woman is. Is uh, quite okay with it, and Tim's okay with it. I just I don't see. Doesn't this fall under the consenting adults kind of thing? Who's it hurting? It's a victimless crime, um, unless there's some some sort of sexually transmitted disease. But that's well, or unless we're talking about uh, underage prostitutes and you know girls who've been forced into the, that kind of thing. But yeah, I would think that yeah, would be yeah. painfully obvious. To most people, or it would be to a grown man, or should be to a grown man. I would like to think I would know the difference between. Uh, well, it's just let's put it this way: Stormy Daniels in bed, or the or a fourteen-year-old girl, regardless of what a fourteen-year-old girl looks like. You, I, I would like to think anybody with half a brain would be able to tell. But uh, well, I'm, I know for a fact Stormy Daniels would probably teach me a thing or two. Well, I mean, I just uh, felt it was important because. I didn't think in the history of the Tim and Tom show we'd ever defend Stormy Daniels, and I, I kind of knew we'd yeah, both have, uh, I would, we'd I would have, have her have to backside agree with you there. 
But we've also always said that stupid is still stupid, and when the cops go too far or do something dumb, or the powers that be do something dumb, that's still dumb. And in this case, they're wrong. Yeah. She deserves whatever, you know, if it's if it's an apology or whatever it is they would have done for somebody else if they did that, that's what she deserves to get back. You know, if they've got to right. publicly admit they were wrong and apologize to her, then that's what they should do because we're all here's a little, supposed to be citizens. Here's a little related story. It's story time with Uncle TR. Uh, a long time Tom. A long time friend uh, who shall remain nameless. Every couple years, for whatever reason, uh, he remembers what a fun guy, Tom, myself. I can speak in the third person because I'm kind of on on another level. You know what I'm saying? But um, when you go into your one name thing, it's okay. Yeah. uh, Tom. So. Tom or T.R., I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. speak, uh, you know, in third person here. Um, so we, we got together, and his idea was to go to an adult establishment where there were dancing girls and so forth. And I come to find out as we're uh, drinking that he's like a VIP there because he makes quite a bit of money and uh, apparently spends a lot of time there, uh, unbeknownst to his wife at home. And uh, he, uh, you know is buying and the drinks are flown and they're, uh, you know, an elevated price in those establishments. And, you know, I'm not a cheap uh, date. Even if you're at the corner bar, you need 80 bucks to fill my uh, drinking desires, uh, you know, for $2 beers. But anyway, um, so we're, we're going along and, uh, you know, he just, hands a pile of ones to me and probably like 40 or 50 and just says, uh, whoever comes around, let me know which ones you like. Oh yeah, she's hot, she's hot, she's hot. He's like, I like these two. Let's go, let's go, let's go get a private dance. So he throws some money around. I don't, I don't know. I just know I got a lap dance paid for it. A, a three song lap dance. And I remember when I worked in the industry, I used to, uh, supervise some of these to make sure the guys, not not necessarily the uh, the women, the dancers, I made sure the guys weren't being a, you know, a little bit too handsy or you know, rough or whatever the case may be, and I'm bouncing out the door. So, uh, there's no there's no bouncer back there, which was kind of peculiar to me, and then I'm uh, all of a sudden there's a, a completely naked uh, dancer, and uh my pants are being pulled down, which, you know, is a little abnormal for a uh, lap dance. And uh, then there's a mouth on my penis. And uh, <clears throat> I, I I was kind of like, uh, what? And you always think it's a rib because you're with your buddy. And, uh, you know, like you're on a hit and then they're going to come out from the corner like, ah, oh, you asshole, or... And I was like, hey, baby, baby, good boy. Believe it or not, I pulled my pants up because I uh, kind of befuddled by it. And uh, she's like, oh, um, you're not into it? I said, oh, well, quite the opposite. I just uh, kind of hit me by surprise here. Uh, I, thought, I thought this was a lab dance. She's like, you, you're not a cop, are you? I'm like, no, I'm not a cop. Uh, but uh, well, she's 
said, well, you know, it was uh, Mr. So-and-so is a VIP here. When he pays for lap dances, uh, this is what he expects. And I said, oh, interesting. I said, you know what, uh, I'm kind of weird with, like, sitting in a cramped back thing of a deal, but uh, I'll, do, I'll just take the regular lap dance. That's cool. And uh, got done the three songs and a little chat with the young lady, a little real chat, like, you know, because I'd been in the business before. She went on to tell me that, you know, she has kids and that's the only reason she's doing it until she can find a real job, blah, 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 blah you know. Whatever the case may be, typical story, and uh, and I go out and a shit-eating grin on the on on the uh, friend of mine, and he's like, "How'd you like it, buddy?" And uh, I was kind of like, "Well, if you would have maybe clued me in or something, I might have liked it." But it was, uh, you know, quite startling. In fact. I'll think it back. I don't know how the statute of limitations work. I might, I might call Gloria Allred on this one. But anyway, um, you've, you've been you've been done wrong somehow. I'm sure. I was I was violated, um, and I, it was a page Sexually exploited. Yeah. So um, it could have been. Yeah, there's no money shot payoff to this story, but. I was I was kind of startled that he was that in with the club, which is not really a, like a low life club. It was a, kind of a big time club. Uh, you know, apparently they offer some sex to the to the VIPs. Um, I don't know if all well all every staff members documentary yeah. I've ever seen about the sex trade, and that is almost always the case. And of course, it goes pretty much unspoken. But that for the right, you know, money talks. For the right amount of money, ah. you can pretty much get what you want because even though these girls really aren't that into it, when we're talking about, you know, and I, I would imagine that if you dance at a fairly decent club, you probably make a fairly decent living. Yeah, but it's but it's nothing compared with what a guy is willing to cough up for some sex. You know, you may make. You know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing the numbers out there. But you may, you may make two hundred dollars a night, or plus, or whatever. But that's nothing compared to the five hundred under the table that you just got from so and so for whatever the case may be. Yeah, I'd, I'd gladly let her finish, or even turn around and uh, spin on the uh, like a top on that uh, on that uh, mm-hmm. little PR. But well, I would think I, I don't know. The, I'm a, I'm well out of touch. Never really, well, never been in touch. I don't know what a, what a classy, well, not a classy, but a above board. I mean, I'm sure you can go to a shitty part of town and get a, a blowjob for twenty bucks. But what it would take to get one from a woman you wouldn't mind looking at all night, I can't imagine it would be all that cheap. Well, he was bitching on the way home that he dropped six six G's and I didn't even uh, take his genuine, generous offer. But I said. uh Dude, if you're going to make a, quote, generous offer like that, you got to smarten me up to what's going on. I thought I'm getting a lap no dance and drinking more and then figuring it the fuck out. You know, I mean, I, I, said, I, I have no money. idea what the uh, what the sex trade, what money in the sex trade would be like these days. But And that's not street money. I mean, we're talking when you're in a club. That's a whole other um, 
there's a whole other realm of, uh, of payment, I guess you could say. I'm not sure how you would put it, but you know, the girl's on the corner. The girl's on the corner with a pimp. Yeah, I mean, a hundred bucks probably get you quite a bit still these days. But um, I, I, quite a bit I, I of dancer at a well, that too. But a dancer at a club who, who in a club where, like I said, we're, we're talking about. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's. I'm. You're probably looking at five and up. I would think, if not more. So I mean, how much of that do uh, you got to do to? How much of that do you got to do to change your uh, <laughs> your paycheck? Don't take, especially when it's so much of it is under the table. Well, uh, he he noted on the way home that he dropped six G's that day um, during the course of the, the four hours that we were there with our over tipping and the stacks of ones and the backroom activities and the expensive drinks and so forth. So, uh, you know, had I known, I'd have finished, but. Hey, um, mm, maybe, I turn, that, maybe I turn that young lady's life around by by speaking to her as a human. And well, uh, knows. Now I but, don't know how they know this. I'm gonna guess by those women who are crazy enough to file a, an income tax return that says they're an exotic dancer. Uh, in the United States in 2018, the average salary of an exotic dancer is forty-eight thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that's on the light side, I would think. Uh, so well, we're talking in the United States. Yeah, I could be right in the United States because there's so the average less. is forty-eight thousand, with with some as high as one hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, I mean the Vegas girls make a shit ton. Uh, uh, well, this York. is only, of course, this is only what you're reporting to. Said, so, I mean, that's a world of uh, that's a world of credit and cash. There's a lot of cash floating around that never ever makes it to yeah, the government. Yeah, yeah. Never knows about. So it, uh, of course, bolsters the old income. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, from I strippers think... to uh, how about this story? Okay, we still got 50 minutes. How, how much do you think you need for your big brother thing? Half hour. How many minutes we got? 50 yet. Five oh. Yes. Oh yeah, that's fine. Sorry about my outrageous Canadian accent. No, fifty, fifty, and fifteen always sound. No matter who says it, I never know what they said. So, because I do have, I got one more story, and this one is just to let everybody know that even dumb things happen in Canada. Because this one has even got me. What are Shady McCoy? Embarrassed, embarrassed to be Canadian. Uh, Vancouver, beautiful place, lovely, lovely place to live. Even the shitty parts of Vancouver are pretty nice because the weather's so good, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but um, uh, and there's a there's a nice island off the coast of BC called Vancouver Island. Probably visually one of the nicest places in Canada, if not North America. So these guys are a little anal about. Uh, you know what their yards look like, and you know, the community's got to keep up to a standard. And uh, and nobody, you know, if you live in a place like that, that kind of comes with the territory. Then you get assholes like this bunch 
who pass a bylaw in their subdivision that kids are not allowed to play on the road or outside. Kids are not allowed to ride on sidewalks with chalk. Kids are not allowed to play ball hockey, ride their bikes, or play any other sports in the subdivision. Because it Mm. makes noise, because it makes noise, and is unattractive to other people who may want to live in the subdivision. In their minds, it pulls down real estate values. So who 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 put this down? The, the the well well here subdivisions are allowed to vote. I don't know if you have that kind of a thing there or not. Certain areas of town are governed by certain bylaws, and they're yeah. flexible. Where whereas if if the community gets together and votes that uh, I don't know, let's say uh, everybody needs to have a fence. Everybody has to have a backyard fence, and it has to be purple. Okay, you can get that passed. And you don't have any choice. If you want to live there, you got to paint your fence purple. It's just the way it is. Sucks, but it's the way it is. So, well, my, my, more my more my more specific question is: Is it like when you say you know it's a vote or it gets passed or whatever? Are there existing tenants, for lack of a better word, owners that have kids playing? But there's more that don't well, have kids and are annoyed by it. Right. What's basically happened is, is there's there's some kids in this subdivision, but there's a bunch of people who don't have kids either. So of course, they don't want. I guess they probably just don't want to see the kids. That's what I'm guessing is is what it is. But uh, um, I mean, it's not a big subdivision. It's only fifty, only fifteen houses in a cul-de-sac. So not a big, you know, it's not like we're talking thousands of houses. So you got 15 houses. So you pretty much, uh, if you were so inclined, you know all of them, at least by sight. Yeah. Now I don't know about you know I don't know about you. I'm not the biggest fan of little kids playing out on the road either. But in, this is a gated community, and it's a cul-de-sac. So the only traffic in there is if you live there. You can't get in otherwise. And if you're in there, it's a cul-de-sac of 15 houses. How fast are you going? Like, there's no reason for cars to be speeding in there. So the usual argument of, you know, well, somebody might get hurt on the road really doesn't hold a lot of weight. It's basically there's there's a bunch of snotty fucking preppy assholes who don't like kids is what it really boils down to. And I think what they're hoping to do is we voted this in. We can maybe talk these other people with kids to fucking move. <laughs> is what I think it really boils uh, down to. Because I can tell you, I mean, when I had my little kids, well, one of them was little and one of them wasn't that little at that point, they rode on the sidewalk with Chuck. And if my neighbor would have come across the street and said, hey, Tim, don't really appreciate that Chuck on the sidewalk, that would have met with, hey, Bill, don't really appreciate you not minding your own fucking business. How about you suck the high hard one, Bill? And that probably would have led to well, who knows what that would have led to. But I can tell you, even if they passed the even where if I lived there, I would ask them, well, what's the fine for uh, kids playing uh, drawing on the sidewalk? Because I better start saving my money. Because guess what? 
My kids are going to be writing with chalk on my fucking sidewalk, whether you like it or not. I don't know how the yeah. how it can. I don't know how it can can like the road. Okay, because nobody owns the road. That I can see. But if I own the if I own the property there, and you're going to tell me my kid can't write on a, on the sidewalk in front of my house because you don't like it, okay, we got a problem. Now ball hockey out on the main road. Okay, you might be able to argue that this is possibility of a kid getting hit by a car or a car getting damaged by a wayward ball or a stick or something like that. So you might win that argument, maybe. And I'd still say you're kind of a dick for voting for that. But the fact that you two three-year-olds, and none of the kids that are in this subdivision are over 12, so it's not even like we would just want to keep uh, the majority of the te- of the kids are between four and ten, so it's not like we're wanting to keep you know that there's fifteen uh, year olds out fucking loitering, smoking pot, leaning up against you know Rolls Royces or Mercedes Benzes or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know, man. I think them is fighting words. How about voting in a a fucking uh play area like a field and a, a hockey street ball rink is that if that's what it's called rank out I associate with ice but. yeah I'm not sure if there's what what room there is I would think there would have to be a park there of some sort yeah how about voting that in you dopes I mean well my because my next move is I'm going to see a lawyer and saying okay I'm being discriminated against because I have children yeah, well. these non these non breeders have forced me or are trying to force their non breeding wills on on me. I'm not asking them to let my kid ride on their sidewalk, but I don't see why I can't ride on mine, seeing as it's mine and all. Uh, just, maybe it just goes to show you though. My real point of this whole story is that even in Canada, like. There, there's got to be a fucking million more things important than this. There's got to be ten. So the infection, more, more important. The infectious, than this. the infectious disease called out, false outrage has permeated the air of uh, well, why our would friends you, up would north. You, why would you really give a fuck? Like, okay, the like kids out running out on the street proper. All right, fine. There's a safety issue there that we can all agree may be a problem. But if you're so fucking anal and have so little to do with your time that the two that your neighbors' kids who write who play outside in their yard and put chalk on their own sidewalk that that offends you, holy shit, dude! How do you how do you leave your house? How do you ever go out into the real world where you have no control? Over what else happens? Like going to a street performer's fair must fucking just set you right off. Must have to sedate you. Do you have a? Uh, this is common in America, but do you have like a? I don't know if it's still common, but it was when I was a kid uh, and a teenager. Did you have like this big uh, cage, for lack of a better word, in the supermarkets? with those plastic balls uh, that you can play kickball with or whatever, 
um, in supermarkets. You know, it's like a like a ball pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, you buy yeah, like, right. or whatever. Well, yeah. I'm not quite uh, sure. Like not a ball, ball, not a ball pit, not a ball pit. You like dive in and play in, like a ball pit of like uh, of, of just plastic balls the size of maybe a soccer ball, but lighter that you you could bounce or you could play kickball or with or whatever. Right. Um, did you have those up there? Well, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean every every kid when they, it's, it's a brilliant marketing move back in the day. You know, kids go shopping with their mom and dad, and I want a ball. You know, whatever. So yeah, they got the, like they got in the middle of the Walmart. They got the fucking six by six, twelve foot high fucking prison cell for all full of balls. Yeah. So you yeah, know, okay. You yeah, know, I'm with you. You know, you, you sell it out or whatever. So this is more story time with TR. Um, down the bottom of uh, Windsor Circle here in Clifton Heights, my buddy Butch and I decided to play one-on-one kickball with uh, that ball. Now, I prefaced it by, by, you know, trying to describe the type of ball. It, it weighs nothing. Um, just filled with air and whatever. And there's heavier versions of, of balls you could get and kick or whatever with like proper a, base. Like a wiffle, like a wiffle ball? No, these are filled up with air, like a like the size of a soccer ball that you could bounce. Oh, yeah. Well, could but, it was, but they're like made of that really light plastic, and even if you kick them really exactly. hard, they don't go that far. Exactly. Okay. I'm far. The All wind, right, can, the wind can actually catch them. You know what I mean? They're it's not like way. kicking a soccer ball that's got some oomph no. to it. All right. Okay. So I'm, I'm yeah, we're about we're about ten, maybe. I don't know. And uh, we're playing one on one, and there was. Miserable old Ed, the old man down at the end of the street. And because of the Windsor Circle, there's that whole circle at the end where it's, it made for a nice little first base, second base, third base, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's following. You know, uh, the errant ball hit Ed's uh, uh, rear bumper of his car. And uh, Ed came out and chewed us a new asshole. Ed was about sixty-ish, maybe, maybe a little yeah, bigger. Every neighborhood's got so, one. So we, we, uh, we. I don't know if we were wise this or not. I think we were just. I think we respected his wishes of not playing down there, but it ruined our day. So old man Robinson. T.R. Jr., my deceased father, uh, after he heard the news, said, are you fucking kidding me? And he grabbed the ball, and he, I remember he used to bite his cigarettes. That's a, a visual that I'll never forget. He always was biting his cigarettes. So he went down in a wife beater like Danny Aiello, biting a cigarette and pounding on old Ed's <laughs> door. And, uh, Ed came out and was like, you know, oh, or whatever. And, uh, and I, I never even had words before, good or bad. They just knew each other was the neighbor up the street or down the street. And he's like, you tell my kid and his friend they can't play ball in the street? And he's like, yeah, they hit my car. And he goes, all right, come here. Come up to my house. And he's like, what for? And he goes, just come up. And 
my dad then proceeded to uh, throw that ball at his own car as hard as he could at the windshield, <laughs> at the side, at at the hood, at at the look at those headlight. Mark. Look at those look at those scratches that thing's making. And he goes, "You want to try it, Ed? You want to try to hurt my car?" I just threw it as hard as I can. These kids are fucking 10. Go to fucking and shut the fuck up. And, uh, you know, we played and that didn't say nothing again. So that was a, a fond yeah, memory like that. Of, of, of old man Robinson. Because um, I can hear my old man yep. saying something along the lines of, hey, fuckface, you don't own the road. Yeah. You know, and if you don't like people touching your car, don't park it out on the road. Park it in your driveway or in your garage or whatever. And if you do that, then at least, you know, okay, that's on your property now. That's a different thing entirely. But out on the main road, like I said, you don't you don't have any right to that. I know we used to have a neighbor back when I was not a, not a kid when I was a grown-up, and he seemed to think that that spot in front of his house was his. And he'd get fucking totally pissed if somebody else parked there. We used to do it on purpose. At least to right. tell people, yeah, if you put, if you come into the house, if the, if the house beside ours, if there's nobody parked in front of it, park in front of that one. And he used to just get fucking like, you know, that's my parking space. No, it's not. That fucking belongs to the city of wherever you live in. It ain't yours. You don't rent it. You Just because it's in front of your house doesn't, doesn't give you any rights to it. You don't like it, then... Well, I don't know what you can do, but, well, cry, I guess. But he did quite often. We used to get quite a kick out of it, though. Before social media, those type of people were were the really have nothing better to do of the world. Now, well, but know, he, and his his response was he had to go back in his, in his house and get mad at his old lady or whatever. There really wasn't anything else he could do. Because, mm-hmm. well, in the real world, nobody gave two shits. Yeah, we had we had two vehicles, but we had a garage and a driveway. Well, what in the fuck did we? We didn't make any claim to the to the roadway. We didn't need it, and he didn't either. They had one car, which was him and his old lady, and that was it. Well, like, why do you think that space is yours? Like, I don't even understand the logic behind it, really. Yeah, you got um, you got a forty thousand dollar garage you don't want to park in because you want to park your car out on the street where it could get hit. That's just dumb, in my book. Yeah, agreed. Um, but then he was kind of a, he was just one of those people. And I had one more thing on uh, before before white trash, Big Brother. Um, Already yeah, waiting for this. I, I had uh, um, one more thing on Shady McCoy, LaShawn McCoy, University of Pittsburgh. I didn't know what to make of it. Philadelphia Eagles all-time rushing leader, uh, Buffalo Bills, current star getting up there in age for a running back, but still has a a season or two left in him. Um, Anyway, he's no stranger to trouble, so I I don't know what to make of this either, but – um, he owns a house in somewhere outside of Atlanta, I would imagine. It's somewhere in Georgia, and everybody seems to hang in Atlanta. That's an athlete. Um, so he had, you know, it's eerily reminiscent of the early stages of the O.J. Simpson 
marriage. He had an ex with a big booty and all that kind of stuff and whatever. And apparently she got comfortable. They lived together, and she got custody of the house somehow. But he's trying to evict her. It's his. It's in his name, and he's also he also been trying to recover jewelry after the breakup that was like mega expensive. And it's you know been held up or whatever. So today, allegedly, somebody broke in uh, uh, a man, and or yesterday maybe I don't know yesterday or today, and uh, allegedly uh, hit this ex-girlfriend with a with a gun and ripped some jewelry off her neck and so forth, and then left. Um, she was with another female, and I believe there was a kid somewhere in the house or something. Didn't use a gun. She called 911, but uh, uh, the gist of the story is she's trying to say uh, Shady set it up. But by, but by the way the 911 call went, the 911 operator kept interrupting her because she kept repeating, yeah, he ripped the diamonds off my neck. And, like, it went from distress to trying to be, like, a little too specific on the 911 call. So, I mean, I'm leaning towards maybe she set it up because it's a known fact that he's trying to get back to stuff. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see how this plays out. Next time you get a chance, listen well, to that 911 call. One would think, you know, just throwing it out there, if he, in fact, if he said assailant uh, roughed her up as bad as they, as she appears to be roughed up, she did appear to be fairly roughed up, um, and he's not a, and it's not a professional. Well, there's going to be some. Did she fight back? Was this man? I don't think some, so. We got some DNA under the fingernails. We got a hair. We got uh, hundreds of things I can think of that quickly prove whether it was him or not um, from his side. Okay, well, where were you? Well, this happened. Where were you at? Got an alibi? Shouldn't be that hard if you got one. Even if the alibi was I was at home alone, that these days can kind of, you know, that that isn't a bad alibi these days because it can kind of be proven more so. It was me for five months. Be, you know, <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not far behind you. Uh, like, it just seems, from his side, it just seems way too convenient. And from her side, it just seems way too convenient. Oh, yeah. Well, you just, you know, he just happened, I mean, we finally got to this point, and it just so happened that now it's the time he decides to blow his stack and try to kick the shit out of you. Yeah. Even that after seems, being... Uh... Even after being quoted as saying that I'm trying to be very careful about being around her at all, given the climate of domestic abuse in the NFL, knowing that like if I even if I even get caught like touching her with my hand, I, I, mean, I could be in trouble. So like hey, either, either she's either she set him up, or Lashawn McCoy's one dumb motherfucker. Uh, which could it could be both. Both answers could be correct. It's possible. Uh. It's possible, but. I mean, knowing what you know about what goes on in the NFL these days, if you even hear the word sexual assault or domestic abuse, 
you'd have to be one big dumb fuck to pull that. You're better off to just take, and, you know, and he seems to be, from the story, uh, he seems to be on the legal high ground. It's not like she's his wife, or a common law even, from what I can gather. Right. So... He's having trouble legally of, getting rid of her, getting her out of it, his house that he owns. So something, something's amiss. Yeah, like either that or that's not the whole story. There's something missing from the from the narrative. Um, you know, either way, it doesn't say anything good about people. If this guy was dumb enough to smack her around, well, then he deserves to lose his shit. If she was a big enough fucking psycho to try to make it look like somebody did that. Then she should go to jail and have whatever heinous shit happen to her that happens there. I really don't feel sorry for her at that point. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it smells of it the uh, of 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 the relationship between uh, Andre Risen and Lisa Left Eye Lopez. It smells of one of those uh, <laughs> Georgia relationships. Yeah, but. We'll see how that plays I mean, out in the future weeks. Yeah, I mean, you would just think, in all seriousness, even, and I've been, we've both been through divorces. We've both been extremely mad at our ex-wives. But at some point, you just got to, common sense has just got to kick in, and you just got to go look. Okay, and no, this I isn't even her. an ex-wife. Yeah, this isn't even an ex-wife. No, you might. But okay, well, then I won't use ex-wife, girlfriend. <laughs> Even that girlfriends we've been mad at. But would you, if if you were crashing at your, you know, if you had a girlfriend and she had more money than you, would you really seriously consider? Well, I'm just going to go over to the house and I'm just not going to leave. Let them make them throw me out of there. And nope. while I'm here, I'm going to claim that some of this shit that isn't really mine is mine. And I'm going to make, I'm going to make him take me to court to get it back. I just these things. No. I don't have thoughts like my brain doesn't work like that. I can't there are, imagine. There are trashy dudes that do that, but there the 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 percentages uh, empirically. Let me use a big word: smaller than the females and, who do that. And from his side, when I, I when I'm reading this other story, the police have been called there. Uh, were called there in July of 2017, April and April and June of this year. No offense, LaShawn, but you should have got you should have got rid of this bitch about six months ago. Kind of sounds like, or longer. Like, make better choices, people. Especially when you've got shit. You know, when you make. I mean, I don't know what LaShawn McCoy's getting paid, but I can't imagine it's a small amount. Uh, you know, when you got that kind of stuff that's on the line, think twice about who you date and who you let into your world, because. You know you're you're not far from a fuck job, literally, if you don't watch it. And I know that's got to be a horrible yeah. way to that's got to be a horrible way to have to live, but it's but it's a fact. Um, you know there I are have people legal. that are out there looking to fuck you over, to take yeah. everything you got because well because you got something. Yeah, um, so I don't I don't know. I have the, some kind of legal documentation. Even if it was just uh, anything, I mean, we're, yeah, not I mean, even we're not talking about prenup for marriage, like some before of, prenup for marriage. I mean, he his salary was uh, he agreed to a five year, forty million dollar contract with them, with a twenty six and a half million dollar guarantee. 
So, I mean, all right. So you got you know, twenty-six and a half million reasons why she's still there. I guess. I don't agree with that. I, I think they. I, I, don't, I think if they're not married, she should get thrown out on her head. The house. And if she doesn't legally. Yeah, if she doesn't legally the house, reside there. The house, yeah, I mean, the house is a house. I, got, I can get motherfucking houses all over this motherfucking place. But this bitch going to keep my jewelry? She ain't going to keep no yeah, bling. No, Fuck that bitch. We're worried about his bling in the house. I mean, but to me, it's simple. Okay, what is your permanent what is your permanent address? It's not here. Where did you file your last income tax return? Did you file an income tax return last year? Okay, yeah. What was the what was the the address on it? It's not here. Okay, you got to go. And right now, you don't. This isn't. I mean, and obviously, if her name's not on it and they're not common law, well, that would doubly make me think that. I mean, this just seems like a no-brainer to me. But I have I have read and heard of like renters, people try owners trying to get renters out of a house that they own, and it is a fucking yeah. nightmare because they got more rights than you do, even though you own the place. Yeah, and that's uh, right, that's a sad state of affairs in itself too. Yeah, I've never been able to yeah. quite figure that one out either. If uh, Mr. Smith hasn't paid his rent for three months, okay, that's all the reason you should require to have somebody tossed out on their head. I don't care what the reasons yep. are. Shouldn't matter. We can talk about that after, but yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I don't know about that one. Some more will have more. Some more uh, facts are going to have to come out on that one before I have a bring the hammer down on either of those two. But uh, he doesn't have a good track record, and she seems like a total dit. So it's hard to say what what might happen there. Uh, we got twenty minutes left. Alright, one of my uh gonna take me deep into the the uh, world of the big brother. Well, I'll briefly explain that uh it's the twentieth season of Big Brother. I've probably paid attention to the last six or seven. Uh the first decade or so I was one of those dudes, just like I think when we were talking about music, and I don't know how you, you feel about this um, legitimately, but um, it, it's like the cool thing to say that Nickelback sucks. It's the urban legend myth thing to say that Richard Gere had a gerbil up his ass. Uh, it's one of those things. So, uh, okay. um, Nickelback doesn't Nickelback doesn't suck, and Richard Gere didn't have a gerbil up his ass, just for the record. Yeah, and uh, it, it's common because it's it's the cool thing to say if you're a dude. Big brother, what are you, fucking homo? Why would you watch that? And I said, I'm guilty as charged. I, I was uh, influenced by external forces as opposed to choosing what I like to uh, partake in. But I happened to notice uh, around season 12 or 13 or 14 or something, I, I'd quote the exact one if I remember, but I don't remember when it was. I just know it was several years ago that I started taking notice because there was fucking smoking hot chicks in this fucking house and they're half naked and they got that big brother my, after dark. That is my recollection of when I did watch it. I think my kid was like, I think I'd just been divorced, baby. And I turned it on and went, where where is all this skank and... Why is it on my TV? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean I, they have to. I think stay I watched there. it for like I said for a season or two anyway. 
And then I, I kind They're of not allowed any of our technology. They're not allowed TV. They just got hot chicks and dudes that I guess are attractive to the female viewer just stuck together in a house, and eventually some fucking's going to happen. So this is my debut of White Trash Big Brother. Um, so uh, just to catch you up, because there's been two evictions. There was a live eviction tonight. Julie Chen, Ooh. it was her only show. It was her only show before The Talk, which is a slightly better version of The View. They're not constantly talking about fucking Trump. Like the view, those fucking yentas. But uh, okay, well let's before you do that, let's give me give me a quick rundown of these. You you know all the people on this show? Well yeah, uh, well sort of. I'm, I missed one because I don't know his fucking name. But uh, okay, well give me anyhow. give me a quick rundown. Give me like two or three words about all these people. Angela. Oh, you know the names? I got them in front of me, so I'll. I'll you fill me All in. All right, so then you'll have the you'll have the name of the one I'm missing. Um, Probably. Good. Uh, so there's only, two, there's only two people out of the house. So whatever happened today, I guess, and and one before that, right? Two evictions. Yeah. Correct? Okay, so Steve. Yeah, what? Steve. Steve Arienta got booted out day sixteen. <laughs> we got to build up and to that. Swaggy. And ah, 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 We're building up to the evictions. Oh, well, it doesn't matter for that yeah, part. I don't know any of these people. Well, no, the people you could, well, I know nothing. I will have forgotten their names in two seconds. Don't worry. But you just spoil anyway, it for the people that are listening. Yeah, right. People forget what I have. Beep. People in the house. Oh, is that better? Yeah, you'll tell them they're okay. gone already. Okay, Jesus here are the Christ. people that are in the house. By the time we're done this, nobody will remember who didn't already know. So we got we got Angela Romans is still in the house. All right, hold on. Angela. Oh. Angela is a fucking hot broad. Angela, there's an Angela and an Angie. So I'm not oh, sure who's fuck. who there, but... Uh, I gotta go to their page because there's no pictures here. I'm gonna go to their page and, and see if I got photos. That's that should be able to help me more with uh, with uh, um, who's who. Uh, Big brother. Big brother. All right, here we go. Bringing up Big Brother. No, I just need to know who the fucking contestants are. I don't. I don't need to. All right. Okay. Here we go. We've got. Uh, where did I? What did I say her name was? Angela, right? Well, how come they've only got fucking ten people on there? There's more than ten, know, isn't there? I don't know. I got them. I didn't numerically do them, but Angela. All I wrote down was hot, so I think she's a floater. In Big Brother terminology, that means she just kind of lays low, sucks at competitions, and goes in a bikini and, and you know, is uh, used for masturbatory uh There we go. Uh, habits. Yeah, okay. Ange- Angela Romans kind of looks like a uh, hot college chick. 
Yeah. I hope I didn't mix her up because uh Okay, yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. And, and then you got Angela and then you got is a hot then you got Angie who looks You got Angie Rockstar Lantry who looks like a Oh, that makes sense. Color. That makes sense. She's probably a college girl too, but she's got pink hair, purple hair and got no, hats and No, 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 no. Angie Rockstar is a fat so. She wears a Well, all I can silver. see is the all I can see is from the shoulders up in these photos. I'm just telling you what they She's look like big, facially. Like, big fatso. Uh with she wears a two piece and there's other like chicks that are in shape and she's got this big dumpy ass fucking uh, you know, a couple tattoos and piercings. I guess they were fucking running low on a, a good audition people this year. She's a stay at home mm-hmm. mom. Um she's just oh, awful floater pig. Okay, and then we go so she, uh we got Bailey Dayton. Who's the next one on the list? Bailey. Uh, now here. Bailey. Here's where you're Not getting in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah hot black hot yeah, black, black uh, as they call them as they call them um stewardesses before, but what do they call them now? Flight attendants. Uh, in truth by face you know she don't look she don't look all that but her body is just to be she don't look too shabby to me lord have mercy well she she often doesn't do her hair and makeup I mean she's she's being filmed at a house but a lot of the other girls try to look good when when they know it's showtime but she just But her body over over supersedes that, so she's hot. And then we have after that we have Brett Robinson, who looks like oh I don't know fucking NFL quarterback. Looks like Tebow. Brett is is the guy I'm missing, I guess, because there's two dudes, Brett and Winston, that are called the Bros, who are always yeah okay, and I can and I can see why because they sort of do look. They both got that fucking that look. And I guess. Females would like them, and a wrestler from TNA fame, Jesse Godders, started on Big Brother. So he's uh, they're fit, they fill that every year with some like white yeah, muscle can, head, but I they're not quite as big there. as him. Um, yeah. And then after that, we've got Faisal Shafat, who is a uh, Arabic-looking dude. Yeah, well, when I say Arabic, Muslim, whatever. Uh, not a bad looking dude, I guess. I can see why he's on the show. A little bit of eye candy. Uh, guys who are girls who don't like the straight up white boy look. Looks to be about six four. Played football somewhere, but his current fucking job is a substitute teacher. And one of his fucking they have this uh most trending, least trending in America deal, right? Yeah. Uh, so they have to go to a room and touch hands. It's a real hokey, corny show, but uh, keep in mind, the pussy is fantastic. So, Faisal, or whatever the fuck his name is, he chooses hamology or something as his punishment. punishment. Um, but then he says, well, uh, I am Muslim. It's the first time he ever yeah, even no. spoke fucking differently. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna, I can see why I'm going to have to fucking start watching this shit just to keep up. Yeah. Fuck. He, he says, um, I'm Muslim, and I cannot eat the ham. 
So he made vegetarian ham for his punishment. Well, guess what, Faisal? Fucking... I'm going to hold it down to make you eat the shit anyway, you dumb fuck. You shouldn't have said yeah, that. Yeah, and it's probably, um... it probably was worse. But anyway, on Faisal, uh, he... There's many a hot broad, but um, the the one called Haley, he's already been under the covers with, and God knows okay, well, what went on. on my, she was next on my list. She has, for my two cents, she has that uh, supermodel sort of half-assed look, but probably is a fucking giant bitch. Uh, no. Um, she's uh, at least... So far, she's been kind of like a, just well, a dumb bitch, not a bitch. Well, what's she doing banging the... Well, when I say bitch, that's kind of dumb, kind of goes right along with it for me, but fair enough. Okay, so we got her off the list, Haley. We got Jay. But he, he got her... Well, I got I got I got to, you know, uh, skip well, around yeah, here. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't he, want to not he, get through them all, that's all, but... Go ahead, I will continue. get through them. He, 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 got, he got her... But this other one, Caitlin, has got he she she looks to be about five foot tall, but she's a spiritual chick who was head of household last week, and she's into meditation and all this shit and you know uh, the universe and positive energy, but she's got fucking nice tits. She's got a smoking ass. I seen her in her in her jeans when she made some alliance turn around. Her ass is perfect. And she's uh, the perfect combination of the ass, the tits, and dumb as a fucking rock. But she wants to fuck Face On or whatever fuck we said his name is, Face Al. Face Al. And and Face Al already fucked Haley, so Face Al might be uh, might be double dipping be by the end the, of uh, next week. He might be the the, the the swordsman on the show, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it were. So. All right. Then we got. Uh, J.C. Mondu, who looks like a, well, maybe Latino. Not sure. Yeah. Maybe, though. Well, what do you see of him? Gay. And looks gay. Well, you nailed well, that part. But he's also a fucking right. midget. He's a gay midget. Okay, that doesn't come across in the photograph. But he looks, but, but the gay part certainly does. Remember hey. Josie with uh, Kid Rock that died? The little dude he okay, used to have on stage. Was he? Was there a part in this show where JC is laying in bed with one of the dudes, and one of yes. the dudes says, "You're so you're so little, but I kind of like it." Yeah, some shit like that. Like on on the on the side interviews that they do. Yeah, something like, like that. He he talks he talks in the diary room they call it, and he instead of like. Oh my God, she's so beautiful. He's like, and he's a professional dancer, the gay midget, on top of everything. So I don't even. Holy this well. is really, this that's is really that's strange. But it, it, it's so weird to see him go in the diary room and say, "Oh, Faisal is so hot. I want to be with him." God, so it's, yeah, that's so creepy. That's just weird. All right, so we oh, go. Yeah, he's gay midget. And we covered, we covered Caitlin already. She's the. Check of the, as you say, the perfect ass. Uh, yeah, and titties, Clark. Who's Casey Clark? Casey, I gotta uh, read my okay. description. Okay, in this picture, she looks 
She might be. And boy, I'm going out on a limb here. She oh, she she's terrible. A black lesbian woman. She might be a black lesbian woman. I I don't know for a fact, but I put um, uh, something about lesbianism just from her appearance. She reminds me of a Shayna Baszler who is a lesbian. She's yeah. a pro football player of some sort, and she's a terrible Big Brother player. Total non-factor. Yeah, she she looks a little uh, like she doesn't belong. Uh, all right, uh, then we got uh, Rachel Swindler or Rochelle Swindler. Rachel, she looks is like a bitch. Probably. She no. At least in this photo. Uh, At least in this photo. I mean, uh, she looks like I don't know. She's a bitch written all over. She's hot as shit. She uh, yeah, she's, she's always in a bikini. Looking. Uh, but she, and the only thing I can lean towards bitch was she had the opinion that she might go upstairs and be the the most trending house guest, and she turned out to be the least trending. Uh, so her punishment was to have a screaming guy, fat guy, come in and yell at her when she's sleeping and say she sucks at everything, which is kind of cool for a hot chick. It, uh, it's it's kind of like revenge. But, uh but she's she's a pretty hot broad. She's into Jesus apparently. Well, I I I grew up Catholic. It's on her list of the first thing if she could bring something into the house, what would it be? And it was a Bible was her first thing. So I'm gonna guess she's pretty mm-hmm. heavy into Jesus. Okay. All right, then we got uh, we got Sam Bledsoe next, who also appears at least from this photograph. That she's maybe not a bad-looking girl, but it might be a lesbian also. Just throwing that out. No, there. not not a lesbian, and, and something that almost made me not watch it this year. Sam is like just a weirdo, kind of nuts. Uh, decent looking, but she's a welder. Like so, there's something Ooh. not right there. And uh, it's not like the old flash dance fucking thing where she's welding and then fucking all hot dancing by night. Well, she's just like uh, a strange chick. Well, first off, she's from Virginia, so and likes roosters, and has raised bees, and likes to catch critters. <laughs> yeah, they they had this snake competition where they had to reach in and grab some shit, and nobody, the dudes didn't want to deal with it or nothing. She was like picking them up and moving them out of the way. She she grabbed everything. Huh. But uh, also, the factor is, the reason I I didn't want to watch it almost, in the beginning, the first episode or two, Sam lost a fucking thing or something, and a punishment was she had to stay in the, you know, other area of the house where she's not on camera or not interacting, but she, they replaced her with a robot, and I'm like, this is getting way too corny, I gotta get, I gotta stop watching this. But now that's over with after like two days, and she's back. So, so be it. All right. Then we've got after her. We've got. Oh, okay. Well, the, the the second gay guy in the thing. If he's not, I'd be amazed. Scotty Sultan, who appears to be awfully gay looking. He may not be, nope. I guess, but nope. he he nope. sure looks it. He's just a just fucking artsy They no. They do this every year. They put a fucking total geek in there. He's the geek card this year. Scotty's like, uh, 
Uh, like a like a dork. Like he he ain't gonna be in any what they call showmances. He's just gonna be Scotty. I'm a 26 year old virgin who has never been kissed. Is that what he said? Wow, that's what his quote is. Well, there you go. Yeah, that pretty much tells you all you need to know. Uh, then we got after that we have Tyler Crispin. Who yeah, he he's looks the best like a player. surfer boy. Looks like a surfer yep, boy. Maybe. Nailed it. Nailed it. Blonde hair, wears a man bun. Oh, but he's actually he's actually watched the four because he knows how to play. He's the the, the games you win five hundred thousand dollars, and they put the dumbest group of people in that start giving a fuck about the other people, and start like you know not caring about the game. To Tyler's credit, he's always on like. Okay, I talk because in the diary room they talk to America, and they don't talk to the other house because he's like, "All right, I got this angel on my side, so the plan's going right to get rid of this dude." So I gotta lie to her about that, and you know that's the whole premise of the game is lying, cheating, stealing until you get to the end. Yeah, but so he okay, seems to be dialed got, in. Where am I out here? The S's, and we have Chris Waggy C Williams, who's a self-proclaimed. Black dude. Self-proclaimed Swaggy C. Uh, uh, he uh, obviously a uh, Nick Young fan from the Warriors. He looks, um, yeah, he looks like. He, look at him. He looks like uh, several dozen back black basketball players I can name. Yeah, he uh, he started uh, banging the other, the only other black person, Bailey, um, the the one we talked about, the flight attendant, yeah, right. and he's very very loud and posters and all that kind of stuff and rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Okay, and then we were in my out here, still in the S's. And we have Steve, I don't know how to say it, Ariente, who is probably the only guy who looks like he doesn't really belong in here. You know, he looks every like year a he's, 40 year, he, yeah, 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 every year like they have the token. Middle management kind of, kind of guy. Um, they have the token older guy every year, and he's the older guy. I don't know his yeah, age, but it's enough. definitely over 40, and he was a undercover police officer. For those of you who are listening live, we only got about a minute left. So uh, when we uh, when we disappear, just wait for the download, and you'll catch the rest of the show uh, after the fact. Good. Uh, and then we have the last member is Winston Hines. Who Winston is the second half of the bros, and oh, okay, he was on right. the block. We sort of dealt with him, kind of. All right, well, yeah. okay, well, looking at them, just my overall, um, okay, well, I'd bang Haley, I'd bang Bailey, I'd bang Angela, and I'd probably bang Rachel. I'd probably bang Caitlin, although I don't really like this picture of her. I have to see some different pictures. Sam Bledsoe looks like the kind of woman I'd want to marry, just by looks. I'm only going by the pictures here because I don't know nothing else. Casey Clark looks like the kind of girl that I used to hate at school. That was the kind of bitch who would ask for homework on the day before a long weekend. Um, Tyler Crispin looks like the kind of guy I would have beat up in school. 
Brett Robinson and Winston Hines look like the kind of guy I was in school. Uh, J.C., well, gay midget, I don't know what the fuck to make of that. Um, Scotty, okay, well, I thought he was gay, but he's just way, way out there. I can live with way, way out there. Uh, Shaggy Williams, well, I don't know, black dude. Never went to school with any black dudes. Uh, I don't really know any black dudes. Looks like he's an okay guy, just look at him. Face out, I don't know. I don't know what it is about that. That hairdo and that beard and a bit of a goatee going on this picture anyway, and they've got that fucking smug look like they know something more than you. So, yeah, he can go without. And the only person here I really rule right out would be this Angie Rockstar Lanty. She just rubs me totally wrong right from the get-go, and I don't know a thing about yeah. her. So uh, that is, that's, my, that's just my and, – and Steve, of course, he looks like he – you know, if I didn't know better, I'd say it was a school, individual school pictures, and Steve is the, is the teacher. Yeah. And then the rest, that's, that's, and then the rest of them are are in school. That's kind of kind of my take on it. So, yeah, well, this show really the the reason this ties into this show is uh, the millennial and uh, people our age kind of thing. And it's like it's the opposite in the the Big Brother. They only have like one, maybe two people per season that are uh, up there in age as far as like 40. I think they went as high as 50. A guy was 50 last year. Um, but they have physical competitions to get head of household and the uh, power of veto and all these fucking things that okay, if you so don't watch the show. Two, there's only been two episodes so far? No, there's been several, but uh, they do like three a week, but then they have the power of veto for the people that are the two people oh, that might get kicked out thing. can take okay. themselves okay, out. But they've they've had two evictions, um, and that okay, well, those the, are the, the shows second that, one. Was, those are the shows that matter. The second one was tonight. Um, the first okay. one, and they have alliances. They they. Uh, you know, it's me, you, Nate. Okay, where, where, where? People. Okay, without getting into any of this, you're on. What's going on on the last episode you saw? Well, it was just tonight. Uh, it was the second eviction. Okay, which was. Meaning who? Who? Yeah, what? You said somebody got the boot, right? Well, the two people on the block. Well, don't tell me who got the boot, but I'm just trying to, because there's been only been. Even counting all the special episodes, there's only been eight episodes so far. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out which ones of these were, but but the, really the eviction ones are the only ones that are really, you know, the other ones are interesting. But when somebody's getting the boot, that's that's when the game really changes, right? Yes, but boot, no, because when there's a boot, then there's usually the head of household thing happens too, right? No, but there's the power of veto, which the head of household. Uh, elects two people to get that are on the block. Yeah, right. and then they have a competition where those people, two people play and a random three others and the head of household. And the winner of the power of veto can elect to take one of them off and replace them. So it's a common strategy to put up two people that aren't really of interest to get kicked out so the person that they really hate can get screwed at the veto. 
and the person they really hated this particular week was Swaggy C. So the plan worked for most of the rest of the household, where uh, that that surfer dude won the power of veto, and he said, "I choose to use it and take Geeky Scotty off the block." So and Swaggy took the place of him, and then it was Swaggy against Winston, the 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 jock guy, and right. he's not okay. well liked. Okay, I'm with you. He's not well liked either. But that's called a big brother back. So they back towards Swaggy C's ass. And, right. well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do then. Talk, talk. Later, people.